Man, God bless you all today. It's great to be in the house of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, would you open up to the book of Luke, chapter 20. Luke 20, verses 17 to 19. Then he looked at them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Whoever falls on that stone will be broken, but on whomever it falls will grind him to powder. And the chief priests and the scribes that very hour sought to lay hands on him, but they feared the people, for they knew he had spoken this parable against them. We read the words of Psalm 118, verse 22. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. And these words, the words of 1 Peter 2, verses 7 to 10. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious. But to those who are disobedient that is disbelieve, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient to the word to which they also were appointed. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Jesus Christ, the rock, the stone, the chief cornerstone. There are two groups of people highlighted in these verses. There are those that reject the stone, and there are those that accept the stone. There are those that fall on the stone, and those on whom the stone falls. And there are those that stumble at the stone and take offense at the rock. And there are those that do not stumble and take no offense. The J.B. Phillips New Testament reads, And he is to them a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. Yes, they stumble at the word of God, for in their hearts they are unwilling to obey it. Which makes stumbling a foregone conclusion. But you are God's chosen generation, his royal priesthood, his holy nation, his peculiar people. All the old titles of God's people now belong to you. It is for you now to demonstrate the goodness of him who has called you out of darkness into his amazing light. In the past, you were not a people at all. Now you are the people of God. In the past, you had no experience of his mercy, but now it is intimately yours. 
Jesus. He is not to us a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. To the chosen generation, the royal priesthood, the holy nation, his peculiar people, he is precious. He is everything. We accept the stone falling humbly upon him, surrendered, and yes, broken. Back to Luke 20, the Passion Translation, Jesus looked straight at the people and their leaders and said, what do you think this verse means? The worthless, rejected stone has become the cornerstone, the most important stone of all. Everyone who falls in humility upon that stone will be broken. But if that stone falls on you, It will grind you to pieces. You see, to those who have been given a chance at life, years on this side of eternity, it has been granted the opportunity to build. We all are builders. And we are all building in this life. We have built... And we are building, and we will continue to build until we pass from this life. And even if one builds nothing, that is what they've built. Matthew 21, verse 42, Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the Scriptures, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. The Voice Bible reads, I wonder if any of you has ever opened up your own Psalter, the book of Psalms. The stone that the builders rejected has become the very stone that holds together the entire foundation. This is the work of the Eternal One. And it is marvelous in our eyes. We read in the message paraphrase, Jesus said, you can read it for yourselves in your Bibles. And yes, you can. The stone the masons threw out is now the cornerstone. This is God's work. We rub our eyes. We can hardly believe it. This is the way it is with you. God's kingdom will be taken back from you and handed over to a people who will live out a kingdom life. Whoever stumbles on this stone gets shattered. Whoever the stone falls on gets smashed. We read it again in the book of Acts, Acts 4, verse 11. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. And what of Romans, Romans 9, verse 33, as it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and rock of offense. And whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Obviously, there is an issue. Obviously, there is a way in the earth that the Lord is warning against. 
There is the rejected stone and those people. And there is the accepted stone and his people. There is the spurned stone and those people. And there is the chosen stone and his people. And there is the stone that is unloved and those people. And there is the precious stone and his people. And I just want to ask the question this morning, which people are we? As we read the text, which people are we? 1 Peter 2, verse 4. Coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. We acknowledge, we admit, we recognize and confess and accept the truth that Jesus Christ is the living stone. It is true that he is rejected by men. We understand in this life that he is rejected by people. He is rejected by the perishing. And to the perishing, the living stone is foolishness. And his ways are foolishness. And his instructions on building are foolishness. And the perishing doesn't just refer to those who have never encountered Jesus. Fall on him. Surrender. Fall in humility and brokenness. Yes, Lord, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Listen to these words today. Therefore, whoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Matthew seven twenty four to 27. Jesus is saying that only things established on a rock foundation will hold up in the coming storm. One man built his house upon a rock, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock, verse 25. The builders of these houses represent two classes of Christians in these last days. The wise and the foolish. They built two different kinds of houses which people were living in when the storm hit. On one hand, it is encouraging to know there will be a body of believers who will not fall. They will be able to withstand every demonic onslaught that comes out of hell when the storms rage. Jesus wants us to know from this parable that a person who builds his house upon a rock 
will survive everything that is coming. And I add, yes, that has come. Yet sadly, there will be another group of Christians, people of whom Jesus says their fall will be great. See verse 27. This means a total, complete, devastating collapse of everything. At this point, you may be wondering, what does it mean exactly to build a house? It is important to know that the house Jesus is talking about here is our walk with him. We are building a foundation of getting to know Christ, of understanding his ways. We are building into our faith certain characteristics that will determine how we react under pressure. Amazing. See, the reality is, until the day that Jesus Christ returns, there will be two camps. The stone the builders rejected and the stone the builders accepted. When a builder accepts the stone, life changes. Falling on him. Falling on him in humility and surrender and choosing brokenness. Life changes. We build differently because we see differently. We build differently because titles have been given to us and have taken hold of us. Titles like God's chosen generation. Titles like his royal priesthood, his holy nation, his peculiar people. We don't build like we built before. Things change because we are building on Christ, building on Jesus, walking with him, getting to know him and understanding his ways. And knowing that we are building on Jesus, we give all to build what he would have built upon him. Think about it today. Our faith is being built, and everything in this life is subject to our new reality, and everything in this life is the object of this new reality and everything in this life is for this new reality it means that a new way takes over a new way takes over when we choose the stone when we accept Jesus as the stone as the cornerstone as the most precious stone Galatians 2.20, for those that have accepted him, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The Passion Translation reads, the essence of this new life is no longer mine. The stone the builders accepted. For the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by, by the faith of the Son of God who loved me so much that he gave himself for me, dispensing his life into mine. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, Acts 20, verse 24, reading from the NLT. But my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. I ask today 
Are we still wanting the essence of this life to be ours? Matthew 10, 39, he who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Speaks of those who have accepted the stone, falling on the stone, building on the stone and building for the stone. I love the Amplified Bible. Whoever finds his lower life will lose it the higher life. And whoever loses his lower life on my account will find it, the higher life. So true. So true. J.B. Phillips, New Testament, the man who has found his own life will lose it. But the man who has lost it for my sake will find it. Matthew 16, verses 25 to 27, For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels. And then he will reward each according to his works. In the NLT, if you try and hang on to your life, receive the word of the Lord today. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world and lose your own soul? Is there anything worth more than your soul? Think on it, yet don't dwell long. Remember the parable, the story Jesus told of the two men who built? He called one wise, and he called one foolish. The words of Jesus. You build this way, in this manner, and I consider you wise. If you build like this, I consider you foolish. Matthew 7, verses 24 to 29. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken to a wise man who built his house on the rock, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. And so it was when Jesus had ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, 
I want to share with you the words from some other translations. Other translations read, Everyone who hears my teaching and does not apply it to his life can be compared to a foolish man who built his house on sand. Another translation, anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish. Like a person who builds a house on sand. Even words like this from a paraphrase, if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. When a storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. Those who hear my instructions and ignore them are foolish. Those who hear my instructions and ignore them. Can we see by the words of Jesus that if he is to be the stone the builders accepted, it goes beyond hearing sayings of his? Because as the message puts it, these words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundational words words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on solid rock. Rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was fixed to the rock. You know, the truth is today, church, that humility keeps us fixed to the rock. Surrender keeps us fixed to the rock. Brokenness keeps us fixed to the rock, and it keeps us building right, and it keeps us building for him. Luke 20, verses 17 to 19, Jesus looked straight at the people and their leaders and said, what do you think this verse means? The worthless rejected stone has become the cornerstone the most important stone of all. Everyone who falls in humility upon that stone will be broken. But if that stone falls on you, it will grind you to pieces. When the high priests and experts of the law realized that the story was about them, they wanted to have Jesus arrested that very moment. But they were afraid, afraid of all the people. Verse 19 in the Amplified Bible, the scribes and the chief priests desired and tried to find a way to arrest him at that very hour. And the message reads, the religion scholars and high priests wanted to lynch him on the spot. If we realize today that this story is about us, that he has spoken this parable against us. Fall in humility upon the stone. In surrender. Brokenness. And rather than wanting 
and seeking in this moment. Rather than wanting and seeking to arrest the stone, let the stone arrest you. We can have the worship team return today. 1 Peter 2, verse 4. Coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. Jesus is the living stone. Isaiah 61, 2, lead me to the rock that is higher than I the stone we builders accepted, coming to him as a living stone, accepted indeed, chosen by God and precious. Is it your heart today? Would you say we choose this precious living stone as our foundation, as our chief cornerstone, as our very life, that we will build on nothing else and nothing less? And we are going to build in this life, for we are all builders in this life. We have built, and we will build, and we will continue to build. Will you walk with Him? Get to know Him and understand His ways? Build into your faith certain characteristics that will determine how you view this life, how you navigate this life, how you treat this life, how you respond to this life, how you live this life, and how you react under pressure. Because I'm here to announce this morning that the reality is this, rain will descend and floods will come. And winds will blow and beat upon the houses built on this side of eternity. And the promise of the Lord is this. The rain descended and the floods came. And the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not. For it was founded upon a rock. Jesus. The stone the builders accepted. I wonder today, is there anybody in this house that does not know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior? You've never accepted Him. You're building in this life, for we're all building in this life. Up till now, he's been the stone that you've rejected. You've spurned. And perhaps you've been in service like this. You've heard words like this. You may even own a Bible. Perhaps you've attended a Bible study. But you've never really given your life to him. You've never really accepted him as your personal Lord and Savior, the most precious stone, the chief cornerstone, the very foundation on which you will build. There's two types of builders. 
those that fall on the stone and those on whom the stone falls. There's no middle ground. We're either the wise builder or the foolish builder. Now, while we're alive and still breathing, there's hope. That if the reality is up to this point, we've been building in a foolish manner, building upon another foundation, something less, that we right now can choose humility. We right now can choose surrender. We right now can choose brokenness. We fall upon him broken. And we begin to build with Christ as our foundation. Or we can leave this place and reject once again. It's the message of the cross is what it really is. Coming to Jesus is the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone, but it's It's about coming to Him as Savior and Lord. Recognizing and realizing that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, that outside of Jesus Christ, we are foolish builders. Foolish builders whose houses will collapse like decks of cards. Foolish builders on whom the stone will fall But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, he gave Jesus, he gave this stone, this rock, the living stone. And it's true that he walked on this side of eternity, whether you believe the Bible or not, it's the reality and it's the truth. He walked on this side of eternity and he lived, he lived life to die for you. That's really why he came. And while he was walking on this side of eternity, the truth is that Jesus Christ was accepted by some, and they began to build upon him, and they were wise. While he was on this earth, he was rejected by many. And they went on building, foolish builders, But there is hope as long as there is life in us. And right now we can choose Jesus. We can choose to fall, to fall on Jesus, to fall on Jesus. Perhaps we're in this room and we've accepted him. Or we haven't been building what should be built, what Jesus would have built upon him. What would honor him and bless him? Back for just a moment to those that do not know him. I've had many conversations with those that do not know him. And they're banking on living a good life. Banking on good works. Building on another foundation and they're saying, I'll make it. George Whitfield said these words, what? Get to heaven on your own strength? Why? 
You might as well try to climb to the moon on a rope of sand. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. You say, heaven and hell real? You'll find out soon enough, and so will I. You say, I don't know if it's real. You're banking your life on this, on this reality, on a book, on the story of a man named Jesus? Absolutely. I've said it before. I'll bank my life on this. I'll choose him as the living precious stone. I'll build on him. And if I'm wrong, I've lost nothing. I've lived a good life. If you're wrong, you've lost everything. Stay humble, church. To all of us who are building, to all of us who have accepted Jesus as the living stone, the stone the builders have accepted, stay humble, stay surrendered, stay broken. Built on Christ, build on Christ, nothing less. Build what he would have built upon him and do it all for his glory. And yes, as a wise man declared, pray that I may be very little in my own eyes and not rob my dear master of any part of his glory. Lord, we want to live for you. Let's stand in this place. Lord, we want to build for you. You are the living stone. You are the stone. And Lord, I pray right now in this place. God, for those that do not know you, there would be a revelation of the Father in this house. A revelation of the Father. And right now, there would be a choosing and accepting of the stone. Lord, this room full of builders, young and old, old and young, from many walks of life, we are building and we will build. We will continue to build. Lord, I pray that we would choose you today. If that's a confession of your heart, you're saying, I want to fall on Jesus today. In humility and surrender, brokenness, just begin right now to surrender your life. Open up your heart to him. Words like Jesus, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. That I've fallen short of the mark of the glory of God. And Lord, without you, I'm a foolish builder. So today I choose to spurn my pride, to set aside my pride to no longer reject the one, the one who is the living stone. I choose you, Jesus, just as you've chosen me. I accept the work of the cross, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I choose you as the cornerstone, the very foundation of my life. And Lord, I commit to build, to build what you would have built, all for the glory of your name, all for the glory of your name.